Out of the Wilderness, a 10-day guided devotional by Melinda Rackley. Day six, rest, release, and obey. I am used to writing self-help books, health and wellness columns, and curriculums. Until now, I had never written a devotional. As I began to rewrite each of the days within the devotional, I had to painfully erase the words I wrote weeks before my launch date. I could hear the Holy Spirit telling me to trust God for the words and not to lean on my own understanding. In my mind, it was super simple. Just outline topics to write about each day and tie in some scripture with a little inspiration. Easy enough, right? The 5 a.m. wake up was God saying to me, I am going to take you from where you are into a land of more than enough, but I need you to trust me. This brought me to tears because I am not a resting or a trusting person. Most people who know me may say that I'm a bit high strung. It's okay to laugh. I know it's kind of true. In fact, I often have talks with my friends that end with a gentle recommendation to relax. Now, let me pause to say, do not judge me for what I'm about to admit. Remember, this is a safe place and we are in this together. One of the reasons resting is so hard for me is because I had problems with trust. I realized while writing this that trust was hard because I had no idea of what trust is. The simple definition is a fixed acceptance in something or someone. With this definition in mind, think of how much easier the wilderness would have been if the Israelites would have fixed their acceptance on the promise and rested in the proof that God was with them. This hits home for me because resting in God means relaxing in God with unshakable acceptance of his ways. Rewriting was an act of obedience because my writing schedule was full of clients and projects that required my hands. I had a schedule in mind for each day, but when I set to write as usual, I always became distracted. When I became distracted, I went back to day two and understood that God knew I would get distracted and wanted me to have clear instructions on how to focus. When I started to complain about being busy, I went back to day one to revisit gratitude. As I read it, I felt my spirit leap because six years ago, I could not move my left hand at all. And now I use both hands to type 20,000 words each day. When I felt burdened by the issues of my life, my mind began to replay day four. And I realized that God's provisions provide my daily bread. It became easier to release my will and plans when I rested in God's word with the heart to fully obey. I tried many times to fit the old writing into the new words, but it never flowed well and I always ended up frustrated. Obedience in God is not easy, but if it is done with the right heart, it will not leave you frustrated. The right heart is fixed on accepting his words and resting in them. When we rest in God, we are able to see ourselves the way he sees us. 
I am reminded of Numbers chapter 13, when the children of Israel reached the border of Canaan, but allowed fear to set in when the possibilities of the promise being fulfilled became real. Moses heard from the Lord and obeyed by sending spies out to examine Canaan and return with samples of the fruit in Canaan. When the spies returned, they bought samples of the large fruit and told of the giant men in the promised land. One of the spies even referred to the Israelites as grasshoppers compared to the people of the promised land. As fear set in, the children of Israel began to mumble yet again and even considered returning to Egypt. The Israelites were high-strung over the words of the spies who planted seeds of doubt. They became frustrated to the point of disobedience because their heart was set on the wrong channel. Their inability to release what they thought was good caused them to have an improper view of who they were. God did not see them as grasshoppers. In his eyes, they were valuable, loved, and the appointed beneficiaries of the promise. God knew the Israelites could possess the land, and the improper view was a result of not trusting or resting in him. If they would have rested in God, they may have relaxed enough to realize that the same God who ensured their safe arrival at the border would have safely delivered them to the land. Resting opens the door to release, and release makes room for obedience. Release comes after rest because it indicates relaxation. And I know for sure that it is much easier to obey when you are relaxed. As we stand at the border on day six, it is imperative that you examine your heart. Are you resting in God? Have you released your will to him? Can you obey every command with a trusting heart? If the answer is no to even one of the questions, go back to day one and start the journey again. The promised land blessings are bigger and better than anything you've ever experienced in the past. But you cannot receive them until you release your ideas of what it should be. Even the very best day of your life will not compare to the abundant blessings of your personal promised land. Resting in God means releasing the ideas you have in mind and obeying the commands for your next level living. You are almost there. Do not allow what you see, think, or feel to prolong your wilderness any longer. For more information on this 10-day guided devotional or to gain information on how you can create your own devotional, contact Melinda Rackley at rackhousepublishing at mail.com. That's R-A-C-K-H-O-U-S-E publishing at mail.com. Thank you. Mm-hmm.